ahead, Cortana. Another whisper, sir, near Io. We have probes en route. I apologize, but we're going to have to make this quick. You look nice. Thank you. You really said that. Okay, Graham, what's up, dude? How are you? I'm doing well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, who are you? <laughs> I'm uh, Graham Gaylor, and I'm the co-founder of VR Chat, along with Jesse Jodry, who's up in Vancouver. And do you feel comfortable at this point talking to me, Graham? Uh, yeah, I feel like we've had enough encounters to the point where I, you know, anything that you say is not unexpected. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, uh, dude. So I guess we've just been chatting for a little while. Uh, we're just gonna keep the keep the conversation going, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, and pretend the microphone isn't on, uh, that I'm not mic'd. Um, tell me about your day. Tell, uh, tell me about this bicycle that you just got. That looks fucking awesome. By the way, the color is amazing. You like the orange? Yeah, but yeah. That I was orange. worried it was a little bit too bright, and that would, would attract all of the people that take your bikes in San Francisco. Yeah. Apparently, there are a lot of those. So, so that's uh, so that's prime. Taking yeah, stuff, which yeah, is so you keep I've got three locks. Oh, you do? I've got I've got the normal U lock. <laughs> I've got the chain thingy, and then I've got the seat lock. Because apparently seats are a hot commodity too. Yeah. So so yeah. Make sure you you're man. So I don't know like how. I mean, if someone like cut the chain with the chain cutters, then they could take the wheels. Okay. So here's the thing. Avoid Civic Center. By by yeah. all means, necessary yeah. uh, parking at outside of Civic Center is bad. I like down here, it's still. It's, this is bad, uh, but Civic Center, they're particularly sneaky because they wear, they, what they'll do is they'll drive around a pickup truck and they'll wear like the, um, uh, the, the, you know, the protective light reflective vest. Oh, uh, like they're part of the city or something. They'll pretend they're city workers and they'll come That's in good. with the power tools and cut your shit off. Yeah. And here's what happens, here's what happens. What most people don't know is that if you get your bike stolen in San Francisco, um, there is an 80% chance a public service announcement. There's an 80% chance it's going to end up at the Oakland Oakland Coliseum flea market every Sunday. Mm. Uh, so the, your bike, it might, you know, might go for a hundred bucks over there, <laughs> and I'm sure it's not. It wasn't a hundred bucks for it's you. Not $100. Yeah, it's a really nice bike. I gotta say. So it was the when I went. Um, no, I just I just wanted the you know the lowest entry one I could get. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a little above the injury. He sold me. He kept selling me. You know, he's usually he's a cool guy. He's helping me out. I forget the name of the store, but uh, you know, it, it worked out okay. I, I sold uh, my older computer recently and had a little extra cash, so took that towards this. What what specs did your old uh, computer? So it's actually that it's, it's that brand of case, which is really cool. I love that case. Yeah. Um, but I think it had like a six sixty. Uh, graphics card, which was fine. I think I had that before VR, um, and then used it a little bit for the DK one, and it was fine. But then once I came here, I needed to be mobile, like on all these conferences and stuff. So I got myself a it's a laptop with a 980M, which is pretty neat. Nice. Um, yeah. So I have that in my MacBook. And uh, a 980M, how is it handling? Uh, it handles everything fine. Everything. Yeah, it's, okay. it's good. Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure the spec. It, Probably is better than a 970, which is the minimum for Oculus. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's done everything I need to do. Here, here's a console, con- here's a question from a console peasant like myself. Um, is there going to be a Titan M, like Titan XM? Oh, I have no idea. I'm very newbish when it comes to, like, I'm a console yeah. gamer. Yeah. I, you too? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I got my first PC sophomore, junior year of college. Yeah. And I think it was like, Maybe maybe I got to build it for VR because I never like I download a ton of games on Steam like the rest of the world, but I never play. Like, I think the only game I played through on my PC was Bioshock Infinite. Oh, Bioshock Infinite. Huh? Yeah, but everything else has been like I'm a Halo guy. Played a lot of Call of Duty in high school, but don't really do that anymore. So I'm just I yeah, Halo Five when that comes out, I'll be happy. Um, played Destiny for a little bit, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Which... <sighs> Halo Five. It reminds me of uh, just how many sequels there is in the video game world at this point, and I'm going to tell you that I'm a hypocrite because I love and hate sequels. I, I'm a, I'll play every Zelda game that comes out, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, I, I get this 
feeling of like, fuck, man. Like, See, the thing with Zelda though is that it's not a continuous story, or is true. it? I mean, I'm. I'm it's not. It's not. It's it's a clusterfuck, yeah. and they try to yeah. find a way to rationalize right. it with this lore stuff, but mm-hmm. nah, it's it's a clusterfuck. Yeah. Uh, same with Metal Gear. You know, it's it's a clusterfuck. Uh, <laughs> and and but the, the thing with sequels is that like in the video game world is that is that we're at this place where producers are getting really comfortable with just churning out. You know the next iteration of whatever IP you have next year. Yeah, I mean that's what makes money or the most money. Yeah. Um, but I mean, are you? How how do you? Rec- I mean, how, I don't know. I don't know how I reconcile that. Like that that the idea that I'm being um, that that my heartstrings are being pulled so that you know my strings are attached to my wallet and then I can yeah. get my money. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's the the story, at least for the, the Halo. Like, I don't think it's the best story ever, but that's like, I got into it when I was younger, so that's been going with me for 10 years, however long that's you know, been going. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, hmm, well, you know, I want to know what happens, and I'll play the multiplayer for like a week, Yeah. then I'll go back to VR. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. I've masturbated to Cortana before. That's, uh, that's good. Uh, I'm sure there are a lot of people who have done that. Yeah, dude, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? It, it, she she's not real, but well, yeah. you can go get the the Windows phones now with the Cortana voice. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like instead of Siri, it, it's called Cortana, and they have her uh, her voice for all the stuff. Is there a way to probably. make her say dirty things? Oh, I'm to sure. You? Sure, you can like, that in. Although I don't know how long Windows phones going to be around. And, but, uh, and, and mind you, I used to fap to Cortana back in the first Halo. Like, how do those people here not think you're good. a crazy person? <laughs> I don't they know. Probably man. Do. I, they probably do. I do. Dude, dude. Here's the thing that I realized. Here's the thing mm-hmm. I realized. Um, I could fight the crazy or, or just embrace, embrace it. it. Yeah. yeah. And it's just fun to embrace it. So many people go around the world, or so many people go about their lives fighting who they really are, and that's how you get your Richard Nixons, and how, that's how you get mm-hmm. your. You know, uh, Catholic priests who are finding themselves uh, at sure. glory holes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyways, but going back to what were we going back to? What are we? What I don't know. Are you talking about VR or something? Let's, let's go back to VR. Um, so, so before I guess before this, what were some things that we we talked about? We talked about how amazing virtual desktop was. Yeah. Um, I've been expe- yeah. Um, I've been actually. So you're the first person on the show that. I've told about virtual desktop experiments that I've had, and yeah, it's been three, four days of me just spending three or four hours inside a virtual desktop trying to do emailing and trying to do research or try to do podcast editing um, inside of it, and there are some things that I wish I could do with the UI that, you know, I feel like I'm already taking mental notes of what I wish uh, could make it really kick-ass and badass, because honestly, you know, these things... And let me know if you agree with it, with the statement. The statement that VR is about efficiency. It's not really about. I mean, in my mind, it's not really about keeping people inside of it. It's about liberating people from doing the mundane things that they do with computers faster, so that they can. Move I on. think there is a part of it that is like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, in terms of efficiency, if I were going to play a video, I mean, efficiency in terms of different things. Efficiency in terms of, like, doing work. Like, I think, I don't know which game jam it was. It was one of the Vive game jams that the winner was, uh, like, data visualization. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that's obviously huge. Like, you're going to be able to do things and that you wouldn't be able to visualize, you know, in any other medium. Uh, so that's, you know, about efficiency, being able to do things better, uh, maybe quicker. Um, but then you have things like, you know, entertainment, so you're not you don't want to make a movie or a game more efficient. You don't want to you know make them beat the game quicker. It's just a different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean it's different. I mean I think a part of VR is in terms of efficiency and then new ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, there's also the entertainment factor. Like if I'm going to go buy a dress, um, you know, eventually one day I'll be able to hop into VR and go walk to a store and mm-hmm. you know I think it would be more beneficial if you could try it on if you are a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, or buying it for you know, your girlfriend or whatever. I don't wear dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, at the same time, if you just want to get it, you can just go online, click the buy button on Amazon, and it just goes. Yeah. So, you know, in terms of efficiency, it, it's a, it depends on what you're trying to do. 
No, well, well, okay. So, 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 let's run through a list of things um, that we might end up doing, end up doing in VR, and, and let's see if we can have a conversation about whether efficiency or aesthetics right, is the best course of action. So, shopping, for example, right? Mm -hmm. Virtual reality shopping. Do you want efficiency or do you want aesthetics and bells and whistles and fluff? So, a better word. What do you think? The only so you know, thinking about like shopping in VR, I think. You know, it has to add something to the experience. Um, so you can go to Zappos.com and, and have a 3D scan of yourself and then, you know, see the, the way that the shoes will look on you. Um, I actually almost wrote a little plug-in for VR chat for that because I thought that would be cool. It's like I was trying to buy a new pair of shoes and I didn't know if they looked good on me and I bought them and they didn't. So, yeah, that, that's one thing. Um, you know, in terms of just, you know, ordering a product... Getting going online to a website is going to be the quicker way to do it. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, there's also the social aspect of shopping. There's not really a, a social uh, online shopping thing right now that I know of. Yeah. Um, so I think you know you could go in with your friends around the world and then do that and try it on together and and whatnot. Yeah. Do they have air conditioning in this building? No. This is um, this is one of those old school buildings. Um, no. Oh, you know, I guess our house doesn't have air conditioning either. It says heat. It's because SF is not is not right. one of those cities where. Like, All right, today's actually a very warm day. It's not. It's been a warm past couple of years. Really? Yeah, unusually warm. <laughs> like uh, like climate change, El Nino warm, drought, catastrophic drought warm. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, yeah, dude. It's been there. There used to be. Years where like the whole month of March and April was just just rain. Just Have you been there. here like forever? I lived there since seven, since I was seven years old. Where, where were you before that? I was born in Managua, Nicaragua, in the midst of a civil war. It was fucking awesome. Not awesome. I mean, awesome in the terrifying sense. Awesome. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's when my parents met. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I, I have some funny stories. My my, my brother and I, because um, I would visit Manawa and San Francisco. Older, or younger brother. Younger. Um, we once discovered a closet. My mom had because she was a uh, commando and during the war. Oh wow! And uh, what year was this? In the eighties. Back when I don't know what happened. Ronald Reagan had this hinge on wanting to invade Nicaragua for some reason mm -hmm. in the eighties. Um, but the Congress never let him. Anyways, the, the, my mom was a commando, and when I was nine years old, um, we discovered a closet full of grenades, or a backpack full of grenades inside of her, one of her in her closet. Um, and it wasn't hers; it was like a, you she's know, holding it for a friend. Yeah, of course. That's <laughs> what she said, "Yeah, that's, holding this that's for a friend." What we all say. That's yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah, flashbangs. Um, it was mostly flashbangs, but. But definitely... Did you all know what her occupation was at the time? No, yeah, she's a small business owner. But uh, but you knew that she was commando. But we knew that she right, yeah, was in the military and right. she was in the police before. So, yeah, we were like... Uh, so, yeah, my, my mom was a badass. Uh, still is. And, yeah, um, grenades. So so what we did is we we did it. My uncle grabbed the backpack and um, buried it in the front yard. And, yeah, then we don't know what happened to that backpack. I think someone came and picked it up later on. Um, but going back to uh, you, and so somehow, holy shit, we ended up in another tangent. We ended up in Nicaragua. <laughs> yeah, we ended up in Nicaragua. Virtual reality shopping, we ended up in Nicaragua. Um, yeah, you know, but let's go back to VR shopping because I think that is it really as, you know, you know it, it's the easiest thing to think of. Like, it's one of the easiest mm -hmm. things that when you think about VR and what it can do, like, it's one. In fact, I think. Shopping. I think one of the big STEM demos is like shoe shopping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if Amazon, you know, gets in the game because why wouldn't they? You know, they're yeah. already, Bezos is already involved with space, you know, so, so why not explore the other frontier? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'd want, if I wanted to order something like, let's say I actually ordered something for Amazon like yesterday mm -hmm. and like, I don't know if I'd want to, it's just like, it's like I know what I want, just gonna go order it. It's not like, I don't go on Amazon to browse. 
Yeah. It's like, I feel like shopping and spending money. I'm going to go see what's available. Yeah. And that's really what you go to, you know, real stores. Or, you know, maybe maybe that will become a thing with yeah. virtual reality where you actually go browse. and like, hmm, this looks nice. There are, I mean, well, so so there are objects that I think you do have to look from, uh, look at from and, and inspect from a lot of angles, like like furniture. You know? mm-hmm. So maybe Ikea is one of those places where you want to have an HD. Yeah, I've definitely seen some, uh, there's somebody out there who's doing, I don't know if it's Ikea. Maybe they just like they pull down the IKEA like product line, and you can actually place it around a room and things like that, and walk through it in VR, which is pretty interesting. I can see that being big. Um, yeah, then of course that real estate, cars, bikes, bikes. Um, what about uh, you know? What about services? Human to human services. Like there's this. Uh, I was just listening to a radio show where they were talking about this app where you can have uh, text therapy so you know you mm-hmm. have, we have talk therapy mm-hmm. there's text therapy and you mm-hmm. have a you know this line of constant communication with a psychologist on the other end and it's this you know crowdsource or um, crowdsource app and it seems to be really interesting because what if we could bring that you know same idea same concept mm-hmm. Into a VR where, hey, Graham, you want to be a psychologist? And this is your schedule for eight hours a day. And, and for those eight hours, you'll meet eight people or six people or whatever. And yeah, you, and you'll meet them through avatars. Um, but I mean, that's when you really need eye tracking and mouth lip recognition or tracking yeah. too, right? No, one thing I was thinking about just while you're saying that is it's interesting because, you know, you don't necessarily need the you know the person on the other end, the psychologist or psychiatrist or whatever, you know, in VR, um, you know, similar to what um, High Fidelity is doing. You know, they can capture your facial stuff using a camera and have the monitor, and then the the client can be in VR. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like one of the things we've noticed in VR chat, we notice in other social environments, is that you know people do get anxious when they're in big groups or talking to big groups. I know I certainly did the first time. You know, we had we started out small to fifteen people, and we'd round up in a circle and talk. You introduce yourself, and you get a little bit of you know butterflies like you, you normally would. But I wonder, you know, I've I've never had that experience like on just like a plain monitor. Um, so I wonder, you know, how different. Like obviously, or you know, not obviously, actually, you know, you know, we we say VR, you know, does make us feel like we're more there, at least in social situations, but it could just be the fact that you are talking to other people. Um, I'd be interested to see if people get that same feeling in a flat monitor, because really there aren't any straight-up social apps just for the monitor. There's, mm-hmm. I mean, there's something else. There's Minecraft to go build things. There's World of Warcraft to go do things. <laughs> there's not just like straight-up, oh, I guess Second Life is like that. Um, and I'm sure, yeah, that actually would be a good piece of research to go look at that. Um, yeah. To see, you know, because I, I mean, it's not that much more effort to go into VR. I feel like if you already have like so, but I'm not. I'm, I'm thinking in circles. But I wonder, no, but, it, but okay. So you, so you think that? So you think that? So you, so let me see if, if I got it right. So you're mm-hmm. saying that you? Why do you need VR to do psychology? Where you, when you can get the same effects from a two D? I would be or, interested to see uh, if that was the case. You know, the big problem with VR is the currently you have to you need a computer rig, got to put something on your face. Even with mobile VR, you still got to put something on your face. Um, like something like that. You know, the texting is great. I think I just think you know cell phones are great because everybody has them. It's acceptable to have them out in public, and not only is it acceptable, it's like it's weird to see someone not on their cell phone alone outside. Like if you're walking like down the street, people are waiting for the bus. Everybody is on their cell phone. Yeah. Um, I just don't think, and there's been like a couple people online who see pictures of like people wearing VR headsets and they're getting screwed with, and that's you know. I'm not an expert, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, but I, but I wonder what this is. Again, this is an area that, that definitely requires a lot of research. Is you know which experience is more cathartic? The experience of being on a phone texting away your your secrets mm-hmm. and your repressed mm-hmm. feelings and thoughts, or is it more cathartic and more powerful to have someone in front of you and have this feeling of presence uh, of another human being listening to you in front of you? I don't know, maybe... I mean, not necessarily maybe, texting, maybe, maybe, but yeah, maybe, take, yeah. like, you know, take the, the iPad or the iPhone and have the avatar there. 
yeah. and be able to you know talk to them through that uh, kind of deal. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I do think VR adds you know a certain amount to it. I do think it'll. Um, you know, I mean, I wouldn't be in it otherwise if I didn't think. Yeah, uh, but but, these, but I feel like you're, what you're talking about is something super important um, that makes me think that that I think applies to every application across the board, and that is how do you justify VR yeah. against the regular paradigm? How do yeah. you how do you stack VR? Mm-hmm. How does VR compete with the regular paradigm when we don't have data, research data? Uh, that can prove, like, hey, VR is better because it's more efficient. VR, VR is better because it's more cathartic or more, you know, intense. You know, like, we don't have that. And so, and so how do other industries get around this lack of information? They create fake messages or they create a fake narrative woven it into some sort of science to make themselves sound good. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you, you know, or do you go out and find the research, do the research yourself. And that's... I mean, I don't think... I mean, I imagine the research is eventually done, but I just think it's a slow start. Um, yeah. I think it comes down to the big quote you're saying at the beginning was, you know, um, and does VR make things more efficient versus uh, more entertaining? Um, and then that's, you know, kind of the key there is, you know, are games more entertaining in VR? Probably. You know, in some cases, Yes. Um, in some cases, they may be the same. If you just take Flappy Bird and put it in VR, mm-hmm. it's probably the same. Um, in terms of efficiency, if you're able to do data viz and VR and be able to see things you couldn't see on a 2D monitor, then it's more efficient. Um, but at least I think for the beginning, we will see a lot of things like we are now. And the same thing with the mobile industry is you know taking things that we know now on you know platform games and phone games and PC games and applications for those things and port them over to VR the easiest way we know and it's like okay here VR content mm-hmm. um, I still don't think anybody has at least nothing that I've tried that's been like whoa yeah this is the way we should do stuff but I am keeping an eye on um, what's it called the element people the element people the void or the element I don't, I... no not the element uh, how can I remember his name uh, I'll remember it later. The Fit Sleep? No. No, it's the Adventure Game with the Vive. Oh, okay. Adventure Game with the Vive. Okay. Why not? Avengers? No. No? Um, I'll remember it later. Okay. But, yeah, now no, I'm just ranting about stuff. Okay. So so the, so the that you're excited about. Why? Why are you excited about this Avenger Game for the Vive? The, the Adventure? Adventures or is it adventure? Like I'm adventuring. Oh, okay. So it's not Avengers. No, not the, the Marvel comic. Correct. It's, it's adventure yeah. game. For it's like the, the fifth element. Um, you mean the the gallery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Six elements. Six elements. That's where the element came. There from. you go. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. was able to find make that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting waiting for them to come out with their stuff, and then I think they'll have some interesting things. Okay. So so let's talk about gameplay. Uh, mechanics and stuff because that's something that I've been seeing people wrestle with a lot the first person versus third person thing you know I feel like uh, you've seen the Oculus announcements the game announcements that are coming out and you're seeing you're seeing Oculus uh, playing a lot more with the, uh, the third person perspective you see um, the Air Assault or Mech Assault game that's you know God Mode perspective you got the other games um, that I'm going to all blank on right now um, but you you research them you see that there's mm-hmm. a, a good contingency of games that are from that um, third person perspective and those who are in first person perspective they're cockpit games like E Valkyrie so this means so this, so this is what leads me to believe so this is my theory is that locomotion Hasn't been figured out at this point, right? No one. Yeah, I mean it's you know, locomotion, but at the same time, it's just making people sick. Yeah, and I think that's so. So is the first-person shooter for VR out the window from 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 Oculus or big game publishers? I mean, are they? What are we? We've got Reload Studios, I think. I think that's the name. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Doing, uh, yeah, War Tiny War Tune, yeah, World yeah. War Tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I played their demo on it. Felt pretty good. Um, yeah, I've played Team Fortress Two. Um, and oh yeah, that was like the first thing we all did, and everybody got sick. I but but it got it's gotten better. Like yeah. they've optimized it right really. there. Yeah, um, and it still takes a little bit to get used to. I mean, you know what? It, you know what? I feel like it's gonna be. 
um, figuring out a way to communicate to people that VR is just like pizza. VR, like you might, you might go to a particular city or town and have some really bad fucking pizza, mm -hmm. but that's not indicative of all pizza on planet Earth. So we have to communicate that message to people like, you know, you might end up trying some bad VR software, but that's not indicative of all VR. You know, that's going to be an interesting message to try to keep communicating or remembering people that, hey, you know, there's, there's more out there to see. It's not, it's, it's not, it's not, there's, it's not that there's something wrong with the hardware. Because I wonder where people are going to put the blame on. Is it going to be the hardware or is it going to be the software, you know, especially the layman? They'll figure it out. Maybe they'll figure. Yeah, they'll figure it out. They'll say, "Yeah, this this game sucks," you know, because because it works better when I play this other AAA experience. I don't know. Um, so do you anticipate uh, a big um, wave in the first year, or do you anticipate a small trickle of people joining the fray? What do you think? I'll probably say trickle because I think a lot of people said it. You know, you have to try it in order to understand and you know with that assumption assuming that people try it and like it you know I don't think that when people try it they stay in it long enough to see some of the potential downfalls of it and mainly being the, the sickness um, I get sick very easily so I'm very pessimistic about all these things um, but you know so at the very beginning we people try it out they go out and buy it but now there's more of them out there so more people can try it and then it expands um, so, um, exponentially, maybe. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um, you said that you get sick easily, mm -hmm. and yeah. Just thinking about some of the stuff that's got me like, <laughs> like honestly, look, well, it's warm in here. Yeah. So like that mixed with like locomotion in VR, it's just like I'm so glad I'm not Dude, in a headset right now. Okay, help me with this. Help me with this because I feel like uh, so I I want to remain. Um, with as fresh res a perspective as possible um, and I want to make sure I try to touch as many new subjects as possible what is something that you think um, we're not talking enough about in the VR industry like what's what do you think are uh, some things that we're overlooking that we should be paying attention more to hmm. mobile VR mobile VR yeah I think I mean there was like a big whoosh I mean, I think some people are super all mobile VR, but now that we've seen the Vive and um, consumer version of Oculus, um, Morpheus, the gears, like, yeah, that's a thing. Um, like, I check back on the, on the store every once in a while, but I haven't seen anything. It's just, like, blowing me away. I actually I also didn't try a lot of the like the, the winning game entries. Did you play any of the, the jam? I played a, a few... Uh, no, a couple jam games. I don't have a Gear VR, so, uh, really? so that's why. Look yeah. there. Yes, now I do. But I back back then. Back then you didn't. Yeah. Um, so I tried a couple, um, and there are some very, very, very creative things being done with the um, limitations of the hardware. Sure. I, I gotta commend the people for what they're doing, but yeah, do you think? But you don't think it's enough. You think that the Gear VR has all this potential, and you don't think that they're really taking. Making um, out of it. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I feel like it definitely has a place. I, I just the fact of the matter of you know, mobile is nice. Being untethered is nice, but I still think it will be limited to people's homes mm -hmm. and things. I mean, there's just. Is even if everybody in the world had one of those things, I just don't think you would wear it out in public. It's just that's Google Glass. I mean, it's just there, that's that keeps coming back. We keep going back to this Google Glass thing. Like it just in general, there's this um, there's something visceral. There's something different about putting in a, a machine to your face, no matter mm -hmm. what that is. You know, it's, it's some once it goes past sunglasses you know, pass the analog into the digital. Like, there's something weird. We get weird reactions for some reason. Or, and I... And I'm, for the most part, okay with it. As long as it looks, you know... As long as it looks like someone paid attention to aesthetics. That's why yeah. I really, really like the Morpheus design. Because it looks like something from the future. Um, but... 
aesthetics and design in terms of product has is more than just visuals because on the other hand even though the Morpheus looks prettier the CV1 is from, from the design standpoint really boring but extremely practical oh yeah extremely practical like it's definitely one of the best design we've seen I think uh, the fabric is super light it breathes have you tried it? yeah 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 really? yeah yeah I went so I yeah I, did you go to E3? So, no I wasn't there okay so yeah I got to try to E3 and it's so light dude yeah holy crap it's super light the fabric is stretchable stretchy um, it's like a baseball cap yeah but it's boring not gonna lie after this it's really boring um Put some LED. They care. They don't, I don't care. Think they, they don't care. give a fuck. They don't care. But no, I'm gonna, sure. I'm sure they're gonna sell a lot though. I mean, that's because people are gonna be blown away. They're gonna see. That's the thing. Like maybe, maybe that's what they're going for. They're going for like you know, yeah, you know, put the, put on this thing that looks like you know something you. It doesn't look like something that's screaming out. Oh, there's like another it, portal outside of this. I don't think it needs to be. I yeah. mean, I think. And I think maybe someone will make a lot of money selling LED add-ons for the Rift. Yeah. Start a, that's, start a website me. now. That'll be me. VR, LEDs, <laughs> LEDs.com. Um, but, no, that's that's good to hear that. So it was, it was good. Like, you're happy with... Yeah. The uh, comfort factor is second to none. Um, and, yeah. Is there, like, fogging? I'll tell you what they did. They put the air conditioning... Air, well, I don't know if they did this purposely, but they put the air conditioning on really high there. Mm-hmm. That um, and so, honestly, I can't give you a. Yeah, well, apparently, what they they left like some gaps somehow. It's supposed to. What no, thing. and I gotta say, the material breathes. Yeah, like you can, like it's, it's like wearing a really nice, um, you know, one of, one of those like really nice muscle shirts that breathes. Not a, not not a oh. shirt like Under Armour. Yeah, yeah, like that, like that. Like hmm. it has. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. Well, that's exciting. I'm sure we'll all get to try it out at a OC two. Yes. Did you register? Did. Oh, of course you did. Um, you you better have. Yeah. yeah. Um, are you looking forward to anything in particular at OC two? There is some mention of the R script that John Carmack. Um, Tweeted said I will be giving a panel or doing a lecture on VR script. Any guesses as to, as to what this is? Some programming, programming language, language for, for VR. VR. Yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't dive into it too deep. Um, I think there's a Reddit thread on it, people discussing it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. You think something like this is needed? A programming language for VR? I don't know. I don't. I don't do the low level stuff. Um, what does low level mean? So like using Unity or Unreal, like that's I would consider that high level. You have all the tools there. Low level is the stuff that Oculus is, is doing, like the, uh, uh, the movie theater app. Like it's all you're not using an an engine like that. Um, uh, okay. I'm not entirely sure the way it works, but uh, it's it makes things faster and more efficient, and run better on uh, on hardware like the Note Four or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm curious. I need to research this. I need to figure. I I can't. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know what it is. I'm, cu- I'm really curious. Yeah, but that that'll be fun. Um, maybe they'll throw another. Is Palmer. When is Palmer's birthday? Because they had the birthday. They had his birthday party last uh, last time, and it, it was probably, like yeah. open bar, open food. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you this. Rooftop bar. Oculus. Of all the tech conferences that I've ever been to, Oculus holds has the best food at their events. Yeah, well, they've only had one or like E3? Uh, E3 and then the CV1 announcement. They had some bomb ass. Oh, were you at that one too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were one of the people who weren't clapping? I was clapping. How do you? How, how dare you say that? I was. Palmer, I, I was clapping. I promise you, I was. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, probably one of the most, like... I felt like I was being... Okay, uh, we... I don't know if I this, these opinions aren't public. I, this is the first time I say this. Like I felt for a little while, it was like, am I, am I being trolled? Like this Microsoft thing. I'm gonna play games in V. I'm gonna play 2D games in VR with Microsoft, like Xbox. Woo! Everybody wants to do that. I was, I was seriously like, you know, uh, starting to worry, getting a little anxious until the controller thing came up. That makes uh, sense. Yeah, because it's yeah, input is huge. 
And the and the biggest gamble is the biggest gamble is is like you might have you might be spending all this time in research, and there's a good likelihood you're gonna nail it, right? You you you're gonna nail this standard input for VR, or you won't. And I wonder if there's still an opportunity for some out, some Joe Schmo out there in his garage to nail a hardware paradigm that fits in. Because the thing is, you need hardware and software to both work together, huh? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't it's know. A, that's, that's a very hard problem when you're outside the realm of the manufacturers and people doing the headsets. Yeah, I mean, I think our best bet are the people who are doing the headsets. You know, they have direct integration, um, and they understand that this needs to work, not in some scenarios, but in a very generic. Uh, and maybe that's not the solution, but you know, they understand that it needs to be comfortable for for consumers. They're they're they are looking at the consumer person who does not know anything about technology because they're a big company and they you know eventually need to make money. Um, Whereas the guy in his garage is like, hey, this is pretty neat. I can run on this treadmill. You see, like, the third new omnidirectional treadmill that came out, like, holds you up. Oh, what? I forget it's called. Like, instead of walking, like, it's got, like, a thing that comes over you. Uh-huh. And then something that hangs, and you, like, you strap into a harness that like, you hang. Uh-huh. That's, that sounds intense. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. All of those... This company is... It's very interesting, but it's just... I'm not going to knock it till I try it, though. That's no, yeah, no, you can't. Um, but... And even when you try it, even when I try it, like, there's... I tried the nod ring, for example. Oh, I thought that was neat. It is neat, but it's not there yet. No, yeah, I mean, it's... I think that's... Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's neat. It's neat. Uh, like All of these things are neat. I think they're going in... I think they're going in the, in the right direction. Um, yeah. Small. Uh, small, you... And... and Small and as invisible as possible. You know, you want your interactions to happen seamlessly. You know, you don't want to mm-hmm. like fumble around with a keyboard. You don't want. And speaking of keyboard, you know, how important do you think text input is going to be for the first couple of years? How important do you think it'll be for people to send emails or send messages, text messages at all? Do you think that's going to be, you know, something that will be craved? Um, I mean, if it's not a game. You'll probably need some form of input. Mm-hmm. Um, we need input for some things. Um, like text input, or yeah, yeah. Um, you know, virtual desktop needs it. Um, but that's actually not necessarily true. If if it's um, like like the data visualization thing, like I, th- I saw a video on the I forget the name of the group that was doing it, but I mean I imagine it was built around completely, so you didn't need any kind of keyboard input, right? You're, you're picking things with, with hand. Controls. I think at the beginning we'll see a lot of keyboard and mouse stuff, though, just because that's what we know until we have you know this, these other forms of input in our hands to test out and build or see someone that did something really great and then copy them kind of deal. Um, I think it'll be a little time until then. How, mu- how much time? Mm, two years. Two years. I think you said that number. I think that's a safe safer thing to see whether we make it or break it yeah and by then the do you think the cb2 resolution will be good enough for people to be doing prolonged is the cb1 not good enough i don't know i don't i don't know i don't i um i was reading text in it Mm -hmm. and it uh yeah and it was really really it was really nice yeah i had a but I wonder, uh, I want, and I for sure will be doing the virtual desktop with CV1. You know, mm-hmm. But I wonder for the average person, I wonder right, whether it will be good enough. Yeah. Are you more efficient in, in it when you use it? I'm trying to be. Um, I like, it, like I mentioned earlier, there's some things that I wish I could do with the UI to move it around that mm-hmm. would make my life a little easier in terms of not moving my head around up and down, I think. I think... It's funny, even though we have the ability to move our heads around in every direction, like we uh, don't necessarily, we don't. Yeah. yeah. And like it's this, it's this paradox of like you have all of all this real estate, all this mm-hmm. real estate, but but you don't, but you're not compelled to use it. You know, it's um, and how and so how do you compel people to use it? How do you give them yeah. value? Um, 
by looking behind them. Yeah, like even now, like I don't like moving my head back and forth. I'm yeah. looking at you. I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah. Um, so shit. I don't know. I, I don't know. Or do we have to design? You know, do we have to design experiences for a different type of generation of human? I think it depends on you know, the input too. Like you take um, the void or whatever. You know, they've got. You're gonna be looking around because you're adventuring. It's like in real life. I'm very. Have you? You haven't tried it, have you? Mm-mm. No. Like that's uh, probably one of the things I'm just you know most excited about in terms of like potential future things. Like the Vive. I still haven't tried the Vive. Um, I haven't tried OC or um, just consumer version. Um, and you know I'm excited for them, but I think like that's really the promise of what that holds. It's like what everybody ha- they have in their mind with the haptic. It's it's kind of like a shortcut, like a, a che- almost cheating way of, of getting that haptic feedback. Like, that's not even on anybody else's radar. That's just a problem so far away. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if they were able to, like, get up on a wall and actually get all those effects, that could be really cool. Um, um, one second. I need to use the restroom. Yes, yes. You're, you're bl- <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, yes. Your bladder has failed you. Yes. Uh, and, that, and mine will, too, in, like, five minutes after okay. you come back. So uh, I'll be here. Um, be, so you're going to open the door, and to the right, there's going to be a hallway. Okay. And follow the smell. Okay. Follow the smell. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, all right, I'm going to pause this thing real quick. It's, uh, it's the thing that differentiates InterVR from everybody else. Uh, we go long. Long and hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was euphemistically sexual, uh, if you didn't know. But tell me more about yourself, dude. What was it like to grow up Graham uh, on this side of the simulation? Um, Have you always been this muscular? No. When did you get, when did that happen, that transformation? Started getting healthy probably sophomore year of high school. Why? What happened? I... Not entirely sure. There wasn't anything like that clicked. Like it's not oh. like I went and like asked someone out. They're like, "No, you're fat." <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what it was. Just like started. But uh, what kept you going? I mean, you started, but like most people don't keep doing yeah. it. You know? What? What? Why um, did you keep staying healthy? Or I don't know. Once you kind of get into it, mm-hmm. keep at it for long enough, and it kind of becomes part of the lifestyle. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, that was. High school. But before that, it was a lot of video games, a lot of hot dogs. You know James Coney Island? Is that a thing here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, some good hot dogs. As like a small child, I'd eat like four or five. It was pretty good. I wanted to be the, uh, they have hot dog eating contests. Yeah. I really wanted to like be part of that. I loved Costco hot dogs growing up. Um, did you ever go to a Costco? And I've been to Costco, never had their hot dogs. I've recently been doing the Ikea Costco, or ah. the Ikea hot dogs, because we've been going to Ikea a lot for furniture and stuff. And okay, the yeah. line's very long, of course. You know, It's and a dollar gets- for two hot dogs. Yeah. I don't think you can do that anywhere else. No, no. There's something about that. And the, the meatballs. Have you tried the meatballs? I haven't yet. Okay. Uh, but I need to. You're making me really hungry. That is, so that is the, the reason why you go to Ikea is to eat their meatballs. Um I, yeah. that, that's their thing the, uh, now I gotta try the hot dogs because I didn't know they were- I mean, the hot dogs are fine it's just like for a dollar you get two of these like yeah these meatballs they're like yeah. oh, really good oh. yeah I'm really especially hungry. with that cranberry sauce oh man I'm gonna have to go find some yeah I know where we are I'm gonna go find some food yeah place. you're in the mission you're yeah. like there's, there's all the food all here. over you oh, yeah. Yeah, but I got a bike back so I can't like or I can take something with me that would work mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. what do you um, how many calories a day do you consume Oh, I don't keep track of that anymore. I used to, okay. um, but now it's just like. Okay. Last whatever. last time I used to check, it was, I was at twenty two hundred. Yeah, that's yeah. like a normal for I feel like for a, yeah. a guy. Yeah. Like us. Yeah, and then um, so so that's interesting. I, I can relate with you in the sense that the more I did it, the more it just became a part of my routine, my mm-hmm. habits. And if I didn't do it, you know, it gets to a point where like if you don't do it, you get anxious. You crazy. Oh sure. Yeah. Like. Um, and then, and then there were there's days where you like you look forward to it, like you know. I th- I think um, having a and what a weird thing like having a a um, having a good uh, I don't know, disciplined sort of approach at keeping yourself and your body healthy does your mind really well. Oh, I bet. Yeah, um, I can totally see that. Yeah, like I think, yeah. 
it just yeah it, I feel like it just sharpens up my mind a little bit um, just keeping I don't know keep lifting keep bicycling um, do you live near here? yeah well Daily City so Daily oh, okay. City Bar uh, and then that's it, like a 10 minute bike ride gotcha um, yeah it's a nice spot you should come by yeah. hello have you? you haven't you should and you should be my neighbor he's fucking awesome yeah uh, I'll tell you some stories when uh, I turn off the podcast but like man yeah you need to come kick it uh, and yeah you can wait no I've been to your aunt's place yeah you've been to my aunt's place yeah, yeah. Um, so that's uh, so that's in downtown but like yeah come, come down to my place um, and we might see some whales because the last uh, like two weeks ago I had like uh, James swing by uh, which James? Blaha Okay. And uh, he's, he's, he's doing. He's doing well. Oh, they're doing. Yeah, they're doing really good. Um, and yeah, he brought like some friends along, and I showed them the cliff. And yeah, we saw some whales. Like just j- jumping around. It was fucking awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah. No, there were whales anywhere near. Yeah. Us. There's like I, I, apparently yeah they're we're right on the path of their migratory pattern or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was just a couple of whales playing around. You have, you have any pets? Any dogs? Or cats? Uh, back home in Houston, I've got two dogs and two cats. Okay. Did I ever ask you about the, your most favorite video game of all time? I don't know. I mean, Halo's probably that. Halo's, yeah. Halo's the one. Okay. Um, a lot of hours into Halo 2. Back fa- in favorite home. movie growing up? Mm, that's a hard one. Yeah. I don't ever like... It changes. Like Every time I see a new movie that like, I vaguely like... Yeah. Off the top of your head. Like When I was really little, I really liked Winnie the Pooh. Okay. Like the TV show. I was gonna say Independence Day for me. Oh yeah. But it's a, a little a little older. Fifteen year old Graham. I'm, I'm I'm trying so that. Oh Iron Man one. I like oh that okay. Iron Man one. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that was a good movie. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that's when you we found out that that Robert uh, Downey Jr. This was gonna be his his role. His thing. His yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> I also really liked the. Uh, so I liked iRobot whenever that came out, and it really made me like Audis because uh, Will Smith had a a hovering. Uh, TT Audi TT um, and then Iron Man Robert Downey Jr. had the, uh, the R8, R8. Yes. I was like screw the TT that's my dream car okay. when viewer chat takes off and makes <laughs> makes billions I'm going to get one of those um, should uh, probably not that but. is <laughs> the Audi R8 is uh, my top three best looking cars I've ever seen yeah um, that the Audi R8, that one, but it's been overtaken by this BMW. Um, have you seen the uh, BMW? I can picture, I can imagine what that looks like. Ridiculous, it's like yeah. stupid. It's this cool, ri- yeah, stupid, ridiculous, cool. Yeah, I don't know. I think I picture because when I was in, I was in Germany a couple summers ago, and I went to the BMW museum, and they had it might it might have been as like a futuristic version, maybe I don't think it was electric, but it was just like this is dumb, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but. No. When when we have self driving cars, uh, okay, let's say, are we gonna keep when we have self driving cars driving us around for more than ten years? You know, are we gonna still keep calling them cars, or are we gonna call them something else? Because I feel like the car is something you drive, and if you're in just this pod that just takes you from point A to point B, we can uh, just whatever call Google them. calls them. Smart cars. We already have this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, someone will come up with the slang or the lingo. Yeah. Maybe. I, don't know, I, don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with cars. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Are yeah. you Are you planning on having a uh, an R8 in San Francisco? <laughs> yes. Yes. That is uh, exactly. <laughs> how, are you, how are you going to How are you going to get around the, the parking and you know hiding your car from? I've seen I've seen this happen before. I've seen um, oh by Brandon Street. I've seen a homeless person like throw a rock as hard as he could at someone's windows windows like front window. Yeah. And it cracked it. And I was just like, what the fuck? And the guy was just like, just he was just screaming to the top of his own typical crazy crazy yeah. threw a rock. Yeah. The, and I was like, probably looked like a giant monster to him. <laughs> good thing, yeah. Good thing, good thing I ride a bike. Um, yeah, because driving sucks here. It yeah, it would stress me out. Yeah. Yeah, I would probably, yeah, go move somewhere else. Yeah. Then I'd drive my R8 around. <laughs> and my, the worst thing is parking on hills. I, I Oh, driving up hills is, like, stressful to me. Like, just like, hmm, nothing going. 
Higher level parking on a hill sucks. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. And you're scared once you let go of the brake, you're going to go forward and hit the car in front of you. Yeah. yeah. It, su- it sucks. But listen, enough talk with small talk. I think we've had enough uh, time wasted from you. Uh, I thank you again for doing this. Yeah, of course. Um, I hope uh, whoever listens to this gets something out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, At least two guys who are just filling the air. Yeah, pretty much. Their thoughts about VR and how hot Cortana is. Um, Man, she is, though. Isn't she? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Dude, Graham, hold on. Hold on, dude. So this is going, like, I'm, I'm as weird as I want to be, like... Yeah. I'm waiting. Waiting. As weird as you want to be, there's there's something more going on? I mean, no, there's nothing more going on. It's just... You, there are certain things that you don't put out on the internet. Ah, okay. Um... Because you're trying to preserve your sure. If you have your your you know, in most people's scenarios, if you're trying to you know run a company or get hired by a company, and they stumble upon this thing and they're talking about how hot Cortana is and yeah. all these other things, it's like hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't think I'll ever be elected any public office. No, you don't think so. Yeah. I feel like I don't think so. I feel like you'd do a good job. Though. I think I would. You know what? I, I think I would. Um, but. Uh, too bad it's uh it's their loss Graham it's been a pleasure dude once again thank you for yeah of course thanks for having me how can people stay in touch and follow what you're doing and all that stuff uh yeah so we're uh vrchat uh, vrchat vrchat.net uh our twitter handle is vrchatnet um yeah you can find everything about us there we actually have a meetup this isn't going out tonight but it's Tuesday and Gunter's Universe is is a virtual talk show that goes on in vrchat at uh I guess it's 6 p.m. Pacific, cool. um, 9 Eastern, so come join us, and it's basically more of this, but in virtual reality, and more people. Yeah, you yeah, know, definitely check out Gunter's Universe. It gets really weird. You get to meet I usually them. pop out by the time it gets all, like, super, super crazy, but uh, it's interesting. You know, it's, it's fun, dude, because I feel like, uh, and this is going to go on and on, but, but you guys have nailed a community that is really nice and respectful and people are super enthusiastic about what they're doing there. And it's, I, yeah. I, There's a lot of these small communities popping around. I mean, we have it. Uh, Converge has it, although there's not really a lot of creation going on yet. Um, but I know Janice has a pretty good community. I don't know very many of those people. I need to go find them and be like, hello. Okay, I'm here. I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm part of the struggle. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, um, keep doing what you're doing, uh, and, and good luck with everything, and keep us keep, keep me posted. Thanks, absolutely. Now that I know you're here and I know where you work, I can find you anytime I need it. Yes, I'm no longer hiding. It's coming. I just need to make friends with the, uh, the doorman. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to. 